Warning, this is an adult podcast. There'll be lots of cursing and lots of great topics that include cannabis. So please, if you're underage, please turn this down. But if you are ready, go grab a joint and come side with us. Peace. Whoa, where are we? I think we're in a commercial. That's fucking trippy. But where is everybody? Emerald Life is uh, still a new podcast, so there's nothing here yet. Mm, I see. So if people wanted to advertise or sponsor an episode, they would wind up here? Yep. Wow. Wow. Welcome to Emerald Life, where we bring the scythes to you. This is King Jaded. Now I'm Zenon Plaz, and get your bongs, your dabs, your pieces, your L's, your joints, whatever you're about to smoke, go grab it, because we're about to get yes. into the scythe. Come smoke with us. Yes. Marine, a funny guy, and one of my one of our old friends. Uh, his name is on uh, Instagram is Rey de Barbaras, which is the king of beards. His Hello. name is John Carlos. Welcome. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thank you for having me. As he said, it's your boy, the king <laughs> of beards. <laughs> Rey de Barbaras, John Carlos. So why why the king of beards? Why Rey de Barbaras? Well, it's uh, before the Marine Corps. I used to not. I used to hate like facial hair. Okay. So like I hate I hated it because like it grew in super weird and like it made me look like it was just a weird look. Okay. So after shaving for yeah for about four six years, I was like you know what like I need to save money and stop spending money like on these blades and because it's just it's so expensive it's like fifteen dollars for a blade so I'm just it over is. here. It's a lot. I, so I stopped shaving and it grew in and then it grew in more and then it grew <laughs> in a little more. A little patchy, but I was just like, all right, all right, cool. So then I read online, they're like, if, if, you, if you really want to grow a beard, you have to like, sh- like grow it out, shave it, and then it'll grow out nice. So like, that's exactly what I did. Like, I, I cut it down one more time and then just grew into this bushel of this facial hair. And then it just became like a look because it, it gave me confidence because back in 2015, that was like the beard wave when everybody was growing beards and, and the ladies was liking the beard wave. So like I grew it and I was suddenly like more attractive. I had the facial hair and yeah, man, I was just not bagging. I was, yeah, I was bagging shorties, like bagging left. So I was like, you know what? Like, I was like, I, lo- I was like, I'm owning this look. Like, as far as in as far as people that I know, I do it the best. Like in in my opinion, in my humble opinion, um, all the guys that I know, I have a few guys that I know that have some solid beards. But in in, in my kingdom, I am the king of beards. So it's kind of like a thing, and I kind of do it as like a like a wrestling like alter ego that I have like in the video games and shit so it's really cool to just kind of like embrace that yeah so I put it in Spanish cause like no but everybody had like some alternation of King of Beards so I was like let me put it in Spanish man I'm Colombian I was like arre de barba so at King of Beards and that's how <laughs> that, and that's how kind of that came that's awesome um so w- what is it like to be a stoner and to be part of the, the military um well it, it was being a stoner was kind of like a an alternative to another lifestyle that I that I had while I was in the military. In the military, a lot of guys drink, so I, in my first two years in, I, I was deployed to Japan, so I was 14 hours ahead of of the time zone here. So you could only imagine it could be very isolating. It could it could almost feel like prison at times. Like there was some good times, no doubt about that. I have some solid stories, but. Mm. All in all, is it's an isolation because you're you're in an institution. You know, those are all the definitions of a prison. Like, you have a routine. Like, you wear a uniform. Like every you know, you have certain you have more freedoms, but the the lines between a, a prisoner and a an active duty service member, you know, is are very far and near between. You know what I mean? So, right. um, that's a very controversial thing to say as far as like some what, how people view it. But um, in the time, it was awesome, really. Like I said, overall, it was an amazing experience. You don't learn a lot. Of, I, you don't only learn a lot, but you learn a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. And those four years were a lot of self-discovery about who I am as a man and 
how I identify myself as a man and who I choose to be and the decisions I make and how I, you know, go about that. So it's a, yeah, it was like a, it was like a growth, you know what I mean? Mm. Cause you grow and then I, I was exposed to, you know, all these cultures, all these different States, you know, I got to go to Cali, Texas, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida. So like, I've, I've really seen a lot of different, you know, Absolutely. ways of life. And, and even that, like you, you start to develop these friendships with these people who are completely different to you, which is one of the positives of being in the military. You just, you click with the, with the, with the people that you wouldn't think. Like I, I have friends who, you know, kill deer in the winter and listen to trap music just like me. And, and that's how <laughs> you would click. You know what I mean? And, and, it, and it's a white boy, but it's, 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 it's a dude who, who knows his boundaries and, and, and he respects the culture. He doesn't, he doesn't try to assimilate to it or, or you know, right. um, what's the word? Um, like appropriate it you know what i mean right. he's, he's a white dude who loves trap music and that but he's still a country boy like that's his identity and then right. that's dope because that takes a lot of bravery to be like that kind of character in that kind of community because it's very you know it can be very conservative you yeah. know yeah, pro you know pro christianity like cowboys and all that <laughs> all that craziness that's, so that's crazy but and, yeah uh, man uh, how did you first get introduced to, to cannabis well, my my brother was a heavy smoker as a teenager. Like as 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 I left and went on that journey, uh, my my, <laughs> my younger sibling, uh, he, he were you know we're five years apart. He's 22 now, so um, he he went through the high school experience. Then he went to the college experience. Then he realized the college experience wasn't for him. Then he wanted to follow a dream because he had a talent. Then I've seen him grow into this man who can just do really good things with his mind. So it's really dope to to see to see that growth. And you know once. Once I had like my little brush with alcoholism because after the military, you know, depression, anxiety, I went through a really bad relationship. Um, I started to abuse alcohol pretty heavy. It was like three, four hundred dollars at the bar, like every weekend. You know, like that's that's a lot. You know, and and, and you say you're not addicted to it because it's just a weekend. You know, we're, just, we're getting lit, and nobody ever asks you like, "Hey, are you okay?" Because I was such a good energy to have. Like I'm not one of those drunks that like. Yeah, man, my life sucks, dude. Nah, I'm right. like, yeah, bro, let's do shots, let's dance, let's Millie Rock. So, right. you know, it was almost like I was my, like my my character, who I, who I was outside myself, like who I was with my with my New York people, mm. covered my my problems, like my like my depression and my anxiety and stuff that you know kind of carried over into the military, like stuff that got worse because I started to think about it more. And you're just like, oh shit, like, and then with all that time. And then you really don't have a you know a support system, or you're too proud because you're in your early you're in your early 20s, and you think because you got some money, you get you, you know you, you know better. You know right. what I mean? So it's almost kind of like a like a L that you take yourself that you give you to yourself because you need to go through that and to grow. Through, you know what I mean? Yeah, like right. you need to make that mistake. You need to realize to yourself like I'm not always right. Right. And that's how you get that growth. So when I got out, you know. I, I got tired of hating my brother. You know, we, 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 we were too old to be fighting, but we, I just couldn't find that time to be like, bro, like, so how's life? Like, or how are you okay? Like, how, how are you doing? Right. And I started smoking with him. Then I started loving the feeling of just the, the can of worms opening up, but mm -hmm. no judgment. We were both in a neutral it because he's, you know, when he's, when he's high, I was low, you know, when he's low, I was high. So we never, but. What, but what we did brought us to the same level and it, mm -hmm. and it connected us. And it's like, regardless, even if it, there was no weed involved, of course, I, I loved, you know, I could have connected with my brother because we, we would have found that. But the weed just kind of just balanced us out and then allowed us to be completely open and very honest with each other, mm. you know, from both sides. So that was a, that was a huge thing. We pretty much therapied ourselves kind of thing. You know, we broke, we broke a lot of layers of why we were who we were and, 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 and why that one time I did this and, and bro, like that's, that's, that's rare, bro. You can't get to, you know, when you get two people to just start taking layers off of each other after years of just boom and throwing it on and throwing it on. And you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Cause you guys are siblings. Right. Once you start appealing, you start to see your sibling as like, yo, that's my fucking little sibling. Bro. That's like my, and then you start to see. Even though they're adults, you're like, that's the little baby that I used to fuck around with and we used to run around and do stupid shit and, you know what I mean? And, and then uh, aside, bullshit aside, and, and, and it wasn't, it wasn't our fault that we, it, it wasn't our fault that we hated each other. It was other things, you know, it was outside sources that pitted us against each other in a sense. And it's nasty, but you know, some families are just not perfect and some families just don't really, you know, mesh together. Yeah. Right. But that's something that we work through. We're like, 
we we stopped relating our relationship through that relationship we built our own separate kind of like language <laughs> because because bro because we we, yeah we we understood each other and i was just like bro like i get it and then the more we the more we talked i was like this is why you do this and this is so then in the future when we were sober i i I knew when and how to speak to him Mm -hmm. you know i i I didn't lose my patience when he had no patience i gave him when he gave me nothing i gave him more and then and it would flip and it would flip and to have your brother have your back is is dope, you know, because now right. we had a thing and it, it really changed the dynamic of our family. And so that, so the, through the cannabis, like that solved that problem. And to me, that was one of the biggest burdens that I had as a brother, as a man, you know, I was like, I don't have a relationship with my brother, you know, and on, on top of my brother being already different, you know, and, and, and being treated differently. Like I, I, as his brother, I should be his support system. I shouldn't be his enemy. You know what right. I mean? So, and then through that, it just, it made me more open with myself and talking to him made me talk to other people and it made me seek out help and it made me stop drinking and I stopped drinking. Then I started going to the gym more because I felt I had more energy and I had, I was less anxious all the time and I was just in a better mood because I, I just didn't feel like I had so much on my mind. I just felt so empty and I was just like, all right, let's go take on. And I just got motivated and then things started happening. Like my life started changing. I got a car. I moved out. I got a beautiful girlfriend. Like, and it's like weed didn't like change my life we just shifted it a little bit to the left to make it more bearable you know or to make it more manageable excuse right. me that's a better word bearable. and it's like you know and you know you, you can call it an, an addiction but it's like and I, I proudly call it an addiction but it's an addiction that helps me become a better more stable person not just with myself but with the world around me you know right. what i mean we, we, we lose 20 veterans to suicide every day and a lot of people don't know that. And if they had weed legal and you and can then, smoke as a vet. Listen, all I know is that all the veterans that I know that smoke, they're, they're much more in tune with themselves and with who they are and to separate those two identities. They, they, they need to get to the point where, you know, that was, you know, John Smith, the vet, you know, the Marine. And I'm now John Smith, the person slash veteran. Right. You know what I mean? But I will not like I don't have to choose to be pro you know, the second amendment. I live, I'm from New York. Guns right. kill my people. Right, exactly. You no, know, they, 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 we don't kill deers out here, fam. Right. Yeah. We kill people for sneakers. You <laughs> feel me? So I have a different perspective, but understanding the Southern perspective and the Midwestern perspective, mm-hmm. that it's a recreational thing for them. Mm-hmm. You can't expect you to, you to love strawberry, you know, and me to love cherry, and you to hate cherry because you just, hate it yeah. no matter what nothing's gonna change your mind you had one bad experience with a cherry and you hated it you know right. what i mean i can't convince you i could just be like okay well you know if i like something like you know let me think outside the box let me think outside myself like it, maybe if i didn't like what they liked i wouldn't feel that way so right. boom and then there's the click so it's just like it just gives me that you know that balance and it, and, and it balances me out to the point where i'm just more communicative with my emotions and I feel like, and it just makes me just woosah type, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it is what it is. And even with school, it makes me more active, you know, a nice, oh, yeah. a, a nice sativa strand, you know, can, can write a A plus paper, you know yeah, what I mean? Works. So like, no, I agree hundred percent. I agree 100%. I feel like, you know, depending on the type of strain and everybody's different, obviously everybody reacts to it differently, but I feel like, all it does is makes you focus on your mindset or on your perspective a little bit differently. Right. So that way you, when you're on it, you can just get stuff done or not get whatever your mind is yeah. thinking about is where you end up going. Yeah, right. If you like talk about that all the time. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's just like people have such a hard, the reason I feel like the reason why it took so long to, um, legalize it is because weed is that confusing thing where it's not like you take it and they can pinpoint what's gonna happen to you you know like where your mind is gonna be at and all that because weed is like it all depends on where your mind is at when people say oh I get paranoid when I smoke it's because they're scared that's yeah, how they're feeling and exactly. weed only amplifies that mm-hmm. so if you take it like you said like to relax or to connect with people that's exactly what's gonna happen you know, so 
it really depends on the experience of each person like i cannot tell one person that had one bad experience with bud to like smoke because they're not going to want to and then right. because they don't want to is gonna like amplify that so like you can't win so all you can do is like understand their perspective and just be like listen like it is what it is, but I respect you. I don't agree, but I respect <laughs> exactly, yeah. you. Right. You know? But yeah, but like also, yeah, also, like, shame on, on the people that, like, m- give people, like, bad weed experiences. That's a fact. Like, that's so messed up. <laughs> right. Like, I've heard some, like, really messed up stories that involve marijuana. I was like, why did anybody let you do that? Yeah. Who gave you the, who gave you the authorization <laughs> to do that? It's insane. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Stupid. What are we doing over here, Jerome? So... Earlier, before we got on the podcast, uh, we did a little challenge. We are starting this J Master challenge to see who is the best J roller in our community. Uh, so to start off the baseline, we had the uh, JC King of uh, Bowdas over here, and uh, King of Beards, but not King of Blunts, man, or King of Jays at all. <laughs> cannot do that. That so, was hard. So um, we're here to set the baseline. Um, between us three, who's the best J roller? And I got scores here. I'm writing them down. But before we go into this, um, I want to go a little bit more into your first time. How was like? How was it like? When you- oh well, my first time was actually interesting, and, and you're and you're gonna know the people in the story. It was actually um, the gymnastics team. I knew a guy named Mo, and he was the captain. He was this really cool, suave, like Arab guy, <laughs> Arab guy, and then like he was just like the coolest dude. So we hung out, and then he, he we so he had to go to the bathroom one time, and he went to the to the mobile station across the street from LIC. Mm. You know what I'm talking okay. about? And he found like, I think it was like a, like a dub, like twenty dollars worth or whatever. And he's like, "Yo, guys, like this is weed. Like you guys want to smoke it?" And then we're like, "I'm like, yeah, dude, I've never smoked it before. Like, like uh, you know, there's always the first time. I'm, it's senior year, you know." We're, we're, we're graduating like I, I can finally do it at least once for the first time to see if I like it he rolls it up we smoke it and we go to practice dude we fell asleep for like two hours <laughs> our coach like was like kicking the mats like I like buried myself in mats and took a nap <laughs> Mo was was on the bar like out of his out of his mind just completely stoned turns out the weed was laced with like poppy seeds so so yeah it was like laced weed it was like laced reggie it was trash weed wow (laughs) and yeah it was like the it was like it was like it was a bad experience but like explain laced with poppy seeds for me so like poppy seeds are are opiates Mm -hmm. like they're they're they're, they're seem to know like i I guess they they make cocaine or whatever i'm not i'm not like a drug expert (laughs) but but yeah so like for example like if, if it's, it's said that if you eat like a lot of poppy seed bagels, mm-hmm. you can pop on a drug yeah, test. Yeah, you can, yeah. So these were like, I, we, I remember distinctly seeing the bag and seeing like these little balls, like these little, and I was like, I, I, don't, I, was like, I don't remember. I was like, I'm not, I was like, I'm not going to ask that question. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be the, like the uncool guy that's going to ask like, like, oh, does the weed, is the weed supposed to have balls in it? Like, I'm not going to be that guy. So I'm over there. So I'm just, like, just going to smoke whatever he rolls. But then we found that later, and then because Mo was he he knew more of, of weed than, than I did, so he smoked and he was like, yeah, bro, I think that shit was laced, bro, cause like that's not what weed's supposed to do. <laughs> and like, yeah, that was like that was like my first time. That was my first time, my, my first experience with weed. But it didn't it didn't turn me off to the idea. I was just like, okay, like that maybe it's not for me. Like, yeah. cause usually the first time I feel symbolizes if it's gonna be for you or not. Yeah. Um. The, after that, the second and third or fourth times were, were, were way cooler stories. But <laughs> I like, I always think that when people first smoke, they don't really get the full experience. Like they gotta smoke a couple times to really right. get into it. Yeah, it's it's it's. I I would I would attest by like the like a give it a second try. Yeah. Give it a like control the environment. Like yeah. smoke with people that you know, and and with with people that know how to smoke. Don't remember that. Do not smoke with a bunch of rookies. Yeah, don't do that. Smoke with at least two to three vets because they'll they'll keep the cycle you know like alive for longer than how you and your friends who've never smoked weed could smoke keep it alive for ten minutes off a badly rolled blunt. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, like my my, my second time was 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 movie worthy. Like I, I honestly feel they can make a movie out of it. It's just, it's <laughs> what the, was your second time? Like? The second time was just to cut this cut this cut a, a story short. It was pretty much me, me and my boys. It was my me, my boy Kadeem, my boy Jonathan, all those guys, and, and and a couple guys that I went to elementary school with. And the guys that I went to elementary school with, they all smoked. So I was like, bro, this is perfect. 
So yeah, everybody got five on it. I had like $10 at the time. I was like, boom. I was like, yo, let's buy weed. Let's do it. They buy the weed. They buy Dutches. They roll like these dope at like almost like the, 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 the like about the size that, that you, cause they, they match the weed. So mm-hmm. it was, it was like what, six of us with, mm-hmm. and then, so we, we, we had, we, we brought a dub okay. and then each of them had a dub. Yeah. So we smoked all of that. So they rolled like what, six blunts. Mm-hmm. And we just had them shits in rotation. Smoking it, smoking wow. it, smoking it, smoking it. That's a sight. My boy that's Jeffrey, and my boy Jeffrey's like, so he was watching me do it. He was like, bro, nah, that's how you do it. He, I was like, I was like, how do I do it? He's like, yo, bro, take a pull. He's like, yo, but it burns. So like, yeah, it's supposed to burn. That means it's, it's going to get you high. Like, fucking right. just, like, stop being a bitch. And I was like, all right, back, cool, cool, cool. Took a pull. He's like, now, now just, like, just jet, jet stream a bunch of oxygen down your throat. So you go, and then I was then, and he's like, now hold it. And I was like, <laughs> just holding it. He's like, he's like hold it. Yeah, he was trying to get you he goes, he, up. And he goes, like, now let it out your nose. And I let it in my nose. It got my eyes. And then, like, the fucking, it just hit me immediately. <laughs> like, I was like, shit, I've been doing this wrong. <laughs> Two blunts in, I've been fucking up. So I was like, so I switched it up. And then I got, I just got crazy smacked. We walked to White Castle across the street from LIC that oh, used to be shit. there. Oh, we go man. there. That's when they used to have the Crave case for fucking the the, the forty the, the forty White Castle Crave case for twenty dollars or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yo, my boy had forty, and then the rest of them had like another like all they all had twenties on them. So we bought like like six oh, Crave cases, God. and we <laughs> sat there in Wendy's and just bodied all of it. <laughs> oh my God! Like like oh, like held in Kumar style. Like we just. <laughs> <laughs> All I remember is having like the craziest Hershey Hershey squirts the next day TMI oh, the next day, bro. It was it was just crazy. Like we just went boom boom, just eating the sliders and like stuffing fries and oh soda God. and refilling soda. It was insane, That's and we crazy. ate all of it. And like that, that was a way better experience than my first time. Oh man! My first time was terrible. The second time was awesome. <laughs> That's a fucking crazy. <laughs> oh man! So uh, how's the scores looking? All right, you guys ready for the scores? Yeah, I'm ready for the scores. I'm ready for the scores. All right, all right. So, to start me off, I'll, since I know my score, or should I, should, who should I, who should go first? Yeah, just do it how you're going to do it. All right, so to start me off, I got a score of 40. Okay. Because it took me a minute to roll, so it gave me eight points. Okay. And it burned for five minutes, mm-hmm. which gives me... Eight times five is forty, so that's my overall score. Gotcha. Okay. Right. So, so the higher the score, the better. The higher the score, the better. So I am. If I can get. Uh, what do you need? If <laughs> <laughs> I can get weed. Uh, let me see. Here. The higher the score, the better. The higher the score, the better. Weed right here. Why does that make sense? What do you mean? Because if. We're being timed as how quick we can roll, so we're trying to be fast about it. Right. And then we want it to slow, want it to burn slow. Why does it have to be a high number? Because we're taking a minimum number with a maximum number. Okay, so the time that, does that it takes. Make sense? Okay, so the time that it takes to roll. Right. Right. So you get most you can get is ten points. You start off with ten points. Mm-hmm. Right, and we deduct. A point every 30 seconds oh right 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 okay so continue. Right. so because it took you a minute to roll we only deducted two points so that's why you have eight okay I see it okay all right so I got a score of 40 gotcha so I guess I'll put myself here he, he put himself on the top on the top He's number one. Who can knock me down? Who can knock me down? Let's see. Alright, so. So our guest, Rey de Barbaras, he got. Uh, it took him. Uh, let's see. It took him about. Three minutes to roll, which is not bad. Three minutes to roll is it's not like bad. It's like my third time. I'm more, I use more pieces points. to smoke or like the, the pre roll joints because I'm lazy <laughs> as shit. So that deducted five points, but it did burn for a good two minutes. So you yes. Got, oh, nice. That's what I'm talking about. Score of fifteen. Okay. Okay, fifteen. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. That's not forty, but you like you rolled it like freaking Houdini and shit. King Jaded. King Jaded. It took you a minute to roll. Okay. 
Wow. So you got two points deducted. Right. Okay. Uh, and it burned for a solid four minutes. The best four minutes ever. Yeah, it seriously. That was like the points. that was the best blunt in my wow. opinion. It smoked the best. <laughs> it should definitely get like five points for like. For <laughs> style and like just smoke for, for like smokeability, like seriously, like <laughs> like honestly, bro, like that should deserve. Right, right. That, that deserves to be like a, a like a, like a tie Five with you, points. like it, that deserves to be a forty, like that the way the way that blunt smoked is magnificent. <laughs> no cap, <Four>. seriously. <laughs> style gives you forty one. Ooh, so you just you just beat them. Knock me out. For style. For style. Love it. And just and overall smokeability, man. Yeah, like it just smoked really well. You have to admit it, Jay. Like it smoked <laughs> fantastic. It smoked amazing. <laughs> it, it, that was the Mike Tyson punch I was telling you about. <laughs> the punch out. Oh man. So, uh, what do you think about legal weed coming uh, to Jersey? Oh man, um, being a New York native and, and, and someone who uh, is considering moving to New Jersey, I, I definitely think it's 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 good, man. You you need to have that. Is I mean, like weed is just overall like good for the community. Like everybody should be like I, I know it sounds silly, but everybody should definitely be high all the fucking time. All it's right. just it's it just makes you feel better. But oh, um, yeah, definitely. I feel it's one of the first steps to get it here to the East Coast and especially to the to the Northeast. So, you know, it's exciting. Yeah, definitely. To have like weed like 15 minutes away, so yeah. <laughs> or like an hour away. Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I live in Jersey, and it's it's an amazing thing like to have it uh, become legal because it's just like finally, right? Because so we've been in available. the East Coast for this long, waiting for this to happen, and then it's just like finally you know <laughs> yeah like it's because it, like the west coast man like the west coast like it, it's got us on that like the west coast is like a sanctuary for for uh, cannabis culture 100 percent. yeah yeah and i used to live in cali and it was awesome i mean i, I remember seeing what part know, of cali did you live in i lived in oxnard california is that northern california that's a little bit it's like like, 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 like 30 minutes outside of uh los angeles Okay, so that's like that's like mid, that's like okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. SoCal-ish. Yeah, it's still they, SoCal. They still said hella and <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, and the cholas and shit. It, yeah. It's still SoCal. It's just like just a little bit north of uh, Los Angeles, and it was it was really nice because I didn't get the Los Angeles uh, traffic. Gotcha. Oh, okay, that's yeah. So it was just like really. It was just really chill out there. I was like five minutes from the beach. And I was perfect. Just, yeah, so I was just. Chilling, smoking. They had weed. No, I remember. I remember seeing your Instagram, and I'm just like, dude, this guy's living the life over there, just smoking <laughs> his life away. I'm like, I, dude, it was awesome. It I was, was so close awesome. to doing that too. I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm one more fuck up here in New York away from going, just moving everything, and just right trying to survive in, in California. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, California is like amazing, but the the job market isn't as like isn't as great as the East Coast. Really. Yeah, I mean, I felt like the job market out there was a little bit. I mean, it, it might have changed since I've been out there. Oh no, you're definitely because like now it's it's like a, you could you could earn like a, a stable living wage like working at In and Out full time for forty Word, hours. Really? Yeah, man. Oh snap! You see, things have changed. Yeah, definitely. It's there's just been an influx in and just in wage. I, I don't necessarily know why. I just. Every time I, I hear about about you know the minimum wage I think went up to like sixteen dollars but like the the cost of living in the most expensive place to live in mm-hmm. is L A I think I think San Francisco is the most expensive and like L A and San Diego oh, are, yeah, are like yeah. the top three but like San Diego's not even that bad like San Diego still is cheaper than New York yeah you yeah know what I mean and yeah, it's like that. New York is just getting imp- and I tell my mother I'm like yo it is getting impossible to live here you need to get out before it's too late yeah and I feel like. I feel like San Diego was very similar to New York style living, just with a different set of people. Everyone's exactly. mindset is just completely changed. And it's like everyone's relaxed, everyone's chill. So it's New York without all the hustle. Exactly. It, it feels almost eerily really similar to New York, but it's just like so chill. I love San Diego. When I went down there, it was just awesome. San Diego, no, San Diego is really dope. Um, but as a Marine, like it was just too many, too many of those guys over there all the time. I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> like I, I, I got to visit LA. I didn't do all the sightseeing. I did, we just kind of drove through. Mm. I saw, I saw like the Staples Center and stuff. 
but I got to experience more in Northern California, like oh, San Jose okay. area, like San Jose area, Oakland. Right. Man, like beautiful. It's just <laughs> a perfect combination of like urban and like, you know, mm. scenic. It's, 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 I never, it's amazing. I never ventured up there. Oh, I never, man. I didn't get to see uh, San Francisco even. Dude, the food out there is phenomenal. Oh, man. Like I'm allergic to shellfish, so I couldn't have like the, the signature like clam chowder. Right. But bro, if you, if you could eat it. Mm. Try it. The bread bowls are like it's like it puts Panera to shame, but it's only because it's been around longer and it's mm. more of a staple. Oh man! But it's like a, it's crazy local. It's delicious, bro. Out there, the food is bomb. Oh man, I can't wait to go back out there. I've been dying to go. Seriously, I, I, I'm, I'm like, like, like you said, I'm just one crazy fuck up from just packing my yeah, shit up exactly. and just going down like, there. Let's go. Let's try to make it out there. Yeah, like, like, like nobody knows us. Like, let's just you know, <laughs> f it. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, cause that's 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 where my heart is. That's where I want to be. Exactly. Ever since I lived there, when I went to college, like coming back, it's just like my heart's always been there. So definitely, I definitely want to go back. Um, but I definitely love the fact that legal weed is now coming to the East Coast for sure. Because it's like okay, now we get a shift. You know, now exactly. I get to be part of like a a shift where California has already been legal when I, by the time I got there. Here, I'm going to be part of a different movement. Things slowly starting to become recreational, no less. That that cultural shift. Yeah, exactly. And to be part of that is like awesome. Especially since we do the podcast out here in Jersey and it's like... I mean, honestly, like I think think it might change the way we view like gentrification. Mm. You know, it it might chill white people out. Yeah, I think it, so too. And it might make all of us just kind of all live together, mm. or you know, make it possible or livable to live together. So, like, I mean, but that's just my optimistic side. That's just what I hope would, would happen with the introduction of weed into the community. Like, right? Optimistic thinking. Yeah. Well, I, you have to look at the facts here. Like, weed just makes you chill. <laughs> yeah. It, it just even in, even in the commercials of like the the don't do weed commercials. Right. They had the woman. Uh, she smoked weed and she melted into the couch. Yo, that's, I mean, that's definitely what it feels like. I mean, right. so, somebody making those ads definitely smokes weed because they definitely. know what they're talking about. Like, I, yes. I've definitely been stoned to the point where I feel like I'm glued to the, like, wherever furniture but I'm on. But to the point, they're not fucking up society. <laughs> they're not out there I mean, like, like listen, drunk. I don't I don't like to judge, you know, when you start. Uh, you know, I, I, I really don't think you should... You know, if you're not in high school or, or you're not 18, at least, right? Like, at least, like when you're 18, you have some sort of like conscious mind well, I built say, up. Yeah, I say like 21, same as drinking age. That would make sense. That's right? that's completely you know, fair. Um, it, it's the same. If you look at it similar to alcohol, you know, then you I say, mean, in terms of the damage it can do to young people younger than 18, like technically, like it's it's on it's on the same. It's I, I would think it's on the same thing because if you can't have well, like you can't have barely developed brains like smoking, but you can't you can't have like a fifteen year old smoking weed, well, unless they use you know medicinally. Right, that was, that's what I was medicinally say is a whole different ball game. Because you know there's there's kids out there that are using that are smoking weed and parents are getting chained for it, but it does help with you know their epilepsy or something or else t- or Tourette's as well. Correct, or Tourette's. You're, you know, it's I mean, just like. It's it's one alternative that's actually working, and it's the the thing is that people can't place it on anything. I mean, but it, I mean that that's and, and and that's that bullshit excuse because we use radiation to cure to to treat cancer. Right. We we get we you use sicker. radiation. We use like something that is <laughs> highly unpredictable you- and, and 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 dangerous. I mean. God bless that it saved like a lot of lives, but right. if we're gonna look at it from the perspective of the damage, like every every. Everything that's used medicinally has its like counter, like right. The, there's big risk, Everything. you know, big risk, big reward, you know, or little risk, you know. It, it works in that system, you know, right. just like surgeries and stuff like that. Like, but you, you can't view it just as like just one said, neutral like, thing. Chemotherapy is just basically all you're doing is killing off all your white blood cells, exactly, and making you fucking sick. The process kills you, and the ones who survive barely make it. Exactly. So it's like, no wonder this shit don't work. But if you smoke something that you, but you know, you may not I mean, understand. There is, I mean, there are people uh, like my, my girlfriend's mother included. She, she got through breast cancer, um, but her twin sister did not. So it was one of those things where like, it has worked. Like you were talking about, it has worked for people, but mm. 
we can't keep like we can't keep thinking that you know just blowing you with radiation or, or whatever like is gonna is gonna cure you and and, and, and especially like in the process we already of healing, have it we already have the cure like, for cancer like i definitely 100 like, percent believe that it exists it's just it cancer costs a lot of money and it's great i mean it makes people i mean exactly it's, <laughs> it's really messed up to think about it that way but it, i mean in people that make money off of cancer those chemotherapy drugs like they're not going to be able to sell it any other way because basically what other disease would you need you know your white blood cells to diminish you know exactly so it is just killing you and if people wake up to that then they're going to be like you know the cancer treatments everybody that makes that that drug is just going to be belly up because they're going to realize oh shit why am i taking this drug when i can take a different alternative yeah you know i mean but at the end of the day um the people that were in charge for so long right i mean it's messed up to say but like they're kind of dying out like we're we're gonna outlive them you know what i mean like that's That's just that's just time like time is something that that nobody can buy nobody can control so you know what i heard the other day or actually before before we did this podcast earlier today I i was listening to a podcast and heard a statistic it was actually in the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, okay, yeah, I love, I love, I love Joe Rogan's <laughs> podcast. And he, he said something that was like, or not him, but his guest said something like, like really shocking, which was that a hundred percent of the people that that you hear of that do the mass shootings, yeah, they're all on these psychoactive drugs prescribed to them. Exactly. Right, hundred percent. Like a, You've like never these heard antidepressants. Of an smokes weed. Every every psycho uh, school shooter was on like these antidepressants. All and these are federally um, okay drugs. You know, these are drugs that they're prescribed legally and they're they're proven. It says it in the side effects. They're proven to cause depression for what it's already. For its cure, it, it provides its anti-cure, you know? It, it, me- it messes with the... I mean, like, it negatively messes with the chemicals in your brain. Right. You know, like, you, you can't... Like, the, there's... I'm, I'm really into wrestling, and and, and just this little side note. And, and a lot of the people that have died that were wrestlers is because of drug addiction and pills and right. and, uh, and painkillers. Right. Because these guys wrestle 300 in, like, 50 days a year. Exactly. You know, barely get any time off. And, and back in the 90s and, and in the 80s especially, especially, like, before the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, these there's you know there's no such thing. And it's still not allowed, even though it's not like a – it's a sport. It's considered a sport now. Right. But I just don't understand. Like, th- these guys are – you know, that's the, that's the, that's the healthier right. alternative to I mean, pumping your, your, your wrestlers because that, that, that then that messes up your liver. Exactly. Then you get liver failure, and then you know liver cancer, and then you're right back into the into the meds. Exactly, and you're all. It's counter. It doesn't make sense. Like it's it's completely counterproductive. Exactly, and that's why I'm like a big advocate of like cannabis and kratom and all these different kinds of uh, natural drugs because like you know and even even psychoactive shit. I'm kind of like at first I was. I was kind of a little hesitant. Like, yeah. I, I was hesitant to try mushrooms and LSD exactly. and stuff like that. But now that I'm listening to the fact that it possibly has more um, positive things for depression and for the, the chemical um, comp- composition of your brain. Yeah. Like how it alters it just a little bit. So like you experience something so profound that... It in turn affects your life and you don't even like it, it would do the exact same effect of over like five years of using antidepressants in one shot exactly it just changes your mindset because like you experience something so profound that you wouldn't have had any other way mm-hmm. and you just wake up from like whatever it is that you were stuck on yeah so it's like lsd does that and and i hear the same thing about shrooms and um, psilocybin, I think it's the, the psychoactive uh, element in shrooms. Right. And they, they do that. Um, and the, all those things are like less harmful to the body exactly. than to the Tylenol. Overall, to, to the overall health of the human being. Than, than even fucking Tylenol. You know, like exactly. there's, there's statistics out there that like thousands of people die 
from liver fa- liver failure because they thought Tylenol was safe and it's not. <laughs> it's none it's of chemicals, it. yeah. You're pretty much using chemicals to defeat like something that's natural in your body or, or you know, like and there's so many other healthier alternatives that eat to something something as simple as a headache. Right. Like you know, like if you ever have a headache, like they say, you know, put your feet up on your on your headboard. Right. And just let the blood rush back to your head because a headache is just blood that's not in your head that should be right and your brain is working it's you know? harder than it should that's what a headache is and right. it's, it's like and, and I'm, i don't really i'm not really prone to headaches like my family is but i'm i, I guess i got i lucked out but mm-hmm. you know if i have a headache i smoke <laughs> and it's gone you know, you know it's if, gone. I, if i've ever had a migraine i wish i would have smoked like it probably would have definitely taken away like what, what, what it does is just it completely just uh, it just makes you like just stop for a second slows right. you down like relax like what are you what are you thinking about like it's 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 not something that that makes me think about Twinkies or no it's just it's how you use it like you know like your sister said like it's it's definitely how you use it and the mentality that you go and using it right right unfortunately King Jada had to leave the the room uh at work <laughs> yeah yeah work you know everyone's Big hustling routines. out here but shout out to King Jada um but yeah it's I, it's like it's crazy like the way how such a a powerful drug that is very misunderstood and was first criminalized due to racism and there's actual proof of that and people just still feed into this bullshit is like wow and you know what it is the internet the internet opened people's minds even before the internet man like the the reason it became so criminalized is because of religion you know and then the use of and and like the the negative use of Christianity, like you know, I, I I believe you know I'm not a atheist. I'm a firm believer in in all faiths, and if you right. got a faith, you know, believe what you want to believe. But there's in history, as a history major, there's been times where religion has been used to shift the 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 mindset of people to of course to sway them into what they want. Because all you need, all you need to do is is convince a couple thousand, a couple hundred thousand people that love Jesus that something's wrong. Right, and because the, the Christian belief is is very big in, in our politics and in our government, so it's very even on the back of yeah, the dollar it's bill. It's very big, but you know, even when there's there's churches that support it, and then there's organizations that do. I mean, it does more it it does more good than harm. You know, at the end of the day, right? Yeah, and I, I definitely agree, and that's why I'm I'm very I'm very uh, happy that New Jersey has woken up, even though even though that they want to make uh weed recreational in the state there's still towns and there's still people here that are thinking like it's that old america man yeah. i mean and it's like it's it's fucked up to say that, that you know you know donald trump says that you know make america great again but the slogan makes sense it's, it's, it's that's there's some people in this country that sincerely think that way especially folks upstate right you know but but upstate you know heroin heroin is killing thousands of people every right. day or exactly. every year you know what i mean but so why are we more focused on weed and why are we not focused on getting heroin out? And, and then you see these heroin addicts recovering, saying that weed is one of the, the only things that, 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 that leads to the higher success of, of, of sobering up. Right. Because some people are so deep because heroin is one of those like heroin's like can, cancer like addictions. You know, yeah. it's not something it's not like it's not like beer. You know, it's not like alcohol, you it's, know, not, not to take away terrible. anything from alcoholism. But, you know, it's, it's not that, you know, it's not. You know That's true. anything else? It's, it's it's heroin. You know, it's, right. it's you're injecting things into your bloodstream. Right, and a lot of these uh, addictions come from little stupid things like using painkillers and graduating up. Yeah, and, and and like all the chemicals that are in here on like stuff that we use like for. You know that stuff that's in in Windex and and right and baking soda or bleach or well however whatever the recipe is it's stuff that we use like right so it's 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 easily made exactly and, on the other hand just, you know weeds you know weeds it's earth grown it comes from the earth it's practically a vegetable exactly. you ever see those shows on Netflix where they use it to cook yeah it's fucking fascinating awesome it's fucking, fucking awesome. amazing they use it like a another seasoning bro like you like do you imagine what kind of like that has to be a different kind of high <laughs> like that, that, that can't be the same high as like a blunt or like a, like a bowl or a bong have or, you, or, have or you tried edible. edibles before i know edibles but like not f- like food edibles to the point where they're using it where it's on 90 like what 90 for 95 percent of the oh, food no, no. yeah exactly not it's I on haven't... netflix I, I believe it's called oh, oh no 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 it's on hulu it's called um it's a vice show Okay. On Vice Lines. Bong Appetit. Bong Appetit. That's yeah, what it's it. called. Yeah, dude. It's I Bong love Appetit. Yeah. that show. It's and then they have one on awesome. Netflix that this one YouTuber 
Oh, dude, it, it's the way he hosted. It's a little cringe, but you know, I forgot what his name is. He, he, he's, <laughs> he's really funny in his skits and stuff and, and what he has. But right. I feel he was he was like they they told like they could they didn't let him be himself when he when he hosted it. Uh, but the show, but the content of the show is like phenomenal. It's, it's like it's competition based. Okay. So you get like these two different style chefs and like you just give them a bunch of weed and you're like, yo, just make something with weed in it. Oh, that's and then, and awesome. then at the end they'll be like, yo, it's a it's a it's a freaking it's a lamb chop infused with THC, and you got you know truffle mac and cheese with. Ooh. CBD and THC freaking like Ooh. milk or something. Yo, it's insane. And I'm just like, bro, like, <laughs> Yo, and then you see these people, right? Like the, the, the dude who like is, I guess, in charge of it or a host or like the co-host or yeah. I don't know what he is, but he's usually the one that kind of like dictates the pacing of the show. <laughs> he's like, he looks like he smokes a lot. Like <laughs> you see those dudes that like smoke so much. They look tired all the time. Yeah. yeah like yeah. kind of like me, like I have bags <laughs> under my eyes. Like, as you can see, I don't, you, you can see it on my live. I'm live here on Instagram. <laughs> And, and, but like this dude has like shadows under his eyes, <laughs> but he, and then dude, and then like when, when they show them like in, in Bon Appetit, when they show him the pantry, yes, my guy, that guy yes. that's my favorite part. Yes. Yes. The that's pantry. right. Yes. It's full of weed. <laughs> full of weed. Can you imagine Just that much jars. Weed? Just jars. Can you pl- imagine? Ah, they have a, they have that's, a jar. Yo, dude, if, if, if I moved and like I got like land, I would grow weed. They have a jar like this just full of keef. Um, bro, just mason jars. Mason jars. Mason jars. Of like liquid and, and fucking just THC and CBD. Bro, and, and, right, and, and crystals. And, oh, and, oh, my God. And, like, and dads. And, oh, man. It just goes on and on and on. The forever. first time I did a dab was the most like high I've ever been in my entire life. You know, life. I've never tried a dab. Dude. I have never tried a dab. You, it I'm gets a dab. You fucking insanely, stupidly high. <laughs> I can't it's, wait to it's do It's honestly that. one of the most intense, but but bro, it's but it's like it's rideable. Like pause. It's uh, but it's like it's it's one of those like it's like a big Kahuna wave. <laughs> like that's what I would symbolize it as. Ooh. It's a huge fucking like tsunami wave sized like high. That's but awesome. it, it's it's almost like, like you ever got high when everything slows down? Yes. That's how high it gets you, man. It's just, you just everything just kind of just you, you're like kind of in the fucking matrix. You're just, mm. but you're completely fine. But like you, you you don't look. You just look high. <laughs> you know what I've been oh. wanting to try? What? That isn't weed, but it's still fascinating to me. DMT. Have you heard of that? I've heard of DMT, but I don't really like know what it's about. So, it's fascinating to me because. It's some. It's a chemical that we already produce in our bodies. Right. Got you. So, but it's supposed to. In in when you take like a dose of DMT. Right. It's only. It only lasts for fifteen minutes. But from what I hear, the experience is so profound. It's unlike anything you've ever experienced before. Jesus Christ. So it's like 15 minutes. Now, when, when drugs are painted that way, it low-key scares me. <laughs> well, like, that's too intense. Like, from what like I hear? I've, I've done shrooms, and shrooms was the most intense. Like I've, ever, like, that I've was, never done shrooms either. Shrooms, shrooms are fucking just also like a very intense like dab level high like it's just very controlling and you you don't really have control over it like it's mm. just you you have to ride it out because if right. you fight it that's how you go into a bad high okay people okay. who try to fight it like like it's not like weed that you know weed you, you can control how right you know how high you get and how you want to be when you're high right but no shrooms is like this is very intense like no bitch i'm the boss like Get in the back seat, like we're going for a fucking. And <laughs> well, I, I had a, a bad trip because I tried to take control of the high, and and, and I and they found me in a stall in the bathroom. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! We went, we went to go see Alice in Wonderland, and and then I figured oh, out no, that I had a, a deep, I had a deep rooted fear of the Cheshire Cat. <laughs> oh and, no! And Alice in Wonderland, bro. Oh no! I had that's a terrible. Deep fear. It was deep. That was that's terrible. And, that's bro, terrible. and I and I've had two cats. I love cats. I think cats are gorgeous. But I had, for some reason, I had a deep fear of the Cheshire yeah, cat. But did you did you experience anything profound? Like, did you experience anything like, or were you even looking for that when you? No. Well, I the, I was I was stupid. I was I was young. I was I was nineteen, and I was going through a really tough time with my parent with my with my mom, and I was looking for any escape because alcohol wasn't doing it anymore. And you know, okay. back in the day, you know, riding around with those LIC heads, like right. We, we drank you know what I mean 18, 19 like alcohol I can, I can imagine and I, and I look back and I'm just like you know 
I guess I wouldn't want it any other way because, you know, regardless, like, I'm glad I, I tried alcohol. I, I'm glad I had some really good times with alcohol. Right. But it's just, like, as I get older, like, if I want longevity, I can't I, I can't keep fucking getting wasted every weekend. Like, I, I'd much rather get high. You oh, know, yeah. You know, and like, the high is a lot high, better than getting drunk. Party, you know, get high, chill with my girlfriend, take her out to dinner, get high, have sex. Like, bro, like, it's just... <laughs> exactly. And, and it's like, and it's like my, my girlfriend thinks it's like, oh, like uh, being with you, like being with me is not enough. I was like, no, babe, it's not about that. It's just about like in, enhancing my rela- my relaxation. Exactly. Like with you in it, like, uh, trust me, bro, me high with my girlfriend, like sometimes like I act way too goofy and I annoy the fuck out of her. But it's just like with me, I'm just more relaxed. I was like, I was damn, like what's better than being smacked, you know, watching a show with your girl in bed you know if she want you know if, if you know we're in the mood it happens it's amazing it's dope you know like you don't overthink it right it's it's you, it you, just happens you know it's like me with anxiety like you know it, anxiety affected my like my my potency for a really long time hopefully i'm not getting too personal but like yeah like <laughs> you know the stress you know because mm. alcohol wasn't carrying my stress you know yeah. it wasn't it, it wasn't it wasn't taking it away it wasn't make it wasn't making it more manageable mm. it was just kind of like no and leaving it, it there it won't. When I if started anything, smoking, just I just take away. like you know, like when when you know when I when I'm high and I, and, and I have sex, it just it feels like, you know, oh, like, I was like I, I was like I, I was like I can be in the moment, like I can oh, be here, I, 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 you, I can I can be present, like I can feel everything, like it's amazing, it's dope. Does your girlfriend smoke? No, she does. I've 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 got her to try it a few times, but I, I've learned not to push it on her. But like okay. I, I really want her because she's very like you know. She's stressed a lot, and I just, mm. I just wanted to get that. I don't mind, but I... Does she not you know, like, after the first couple of times, she, she, does she not no, like No, she's one of those people that's had really bad experiences with it, and, you know, respectfully so. It's just they've been really <laughs> crazy, but it's been... It's more disappointing in like the, the, that the people that, that have let her do that <laughs> let it happen so oh, but, okay but it, it's, it's funny stories. It's all, it's, it's, all, it's all fun. Well, I felt... I, I met my fiancé with, like, 20 joints in my ears, <laughs> and she never smoked before, but right. I didn't know... Right. So I was like, hey, you want to smoke? And she smoked the first time ever with me. And I thought she was a seasoned vet, you know? Oh, no. So later on, I found out that she didn't smoke. And we we slowly, like, I stopped smoking for a while because I didn't want to offend her. Then she was like, why'd you stop? You know, don't you don't have to stop for me. Gotcha. I support you or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I can smoke again. Yeah. So then I started smoking and we went back and forth on the topic a little bit. But then I had to like really open her mindset because she just thought of what she saw right. of what stoners are. Gotcha. It's like stoners are fucking potheads that do nothing, they're good for nothing. Right. You know, they just fucking sit around all day and just jerk off and like, <laughs> yeah. you know, or play video games and they don't think about, you know, escalating their life. What are they doing? What right. are they doing with themselves? Right. right. That's like the common misconception of what a stoner is. Of course. So that's what she thought. Like, that's not the person she wanted in, in a partner. Of course. Yeah. And especially knowing me as for who I am and the driven person that I am. She just like, I don't want you to lose that passion that you have. Well, I, I enter me smoking again. And, you know, I get to show her like, look. I'm still the same person. I'm right. still the same guy. And you know what? I work in a fucking really stressful job. Uh-huh. My my daytime job is I'm a stockbroker. Right. So Dang. I'm dealing with numbers. I'm dealing with all kinds of fucking crazy shit on a daily basis in New York City, which is hustle and bustle all the time. Right. And basically what I consider my job is, is like an eight hour math class. Fuck. Every fucking day. That's my nightmare. Not even an eight-hour math class. An eight-hour eight-hour math exam Jesus. that you cannot get a fucking question wrong, or, or else it costs billions of dollars, and you don't want to do that. You know, that's, so it's terrifying. Right. That's a lot so of pressure. that's a lot of pressure. On top of that, like I deal with a lot of you know sensitive information. It's just numbers and whatever. So all that's compiled in a day. Then I'm expected to come home. And feel normal, like <laughs> yo, seriously. <laughs> like sometimes my fiance is just like, yo, why are you so down? I'm just like, I'm fucking. My mind is just shot from just all that shit that I just had to download in my brain today. <laughs> and she's just like, yo, like she she wanted that happy guy, you know, come home. And I'm, honey, I'm home. But I'm yeah. just like, yeah, like my fucking mind is dead. I was like, I'm fucking tired right exactly <laughs> so then i started smoking right and my energy levels picked up mm-hmm. like people would think i'll be knocked the fuck out which later on i would be knocked <laughs> yeah, the fuck of course out. but my energy levels picked up and my mentality shifted because i was able to take all that stress and li- literally 
just like a flip of the switch, just let it go. I just let just it go. Just like that. Just like just just fold, fold it up and be like, I'll deal with it later. All right. And then and then the whole fucking day just changes from after I smoke, which is right after I work. That whole fucking day, the precedent has been set. <laughs> Cause now I'm going home. I'm in a fucking cramp bus. And whatever, but I'm stoned as hell. I'm listening Chill. to a nice podcast, or I'm thinking about getting another guest for this podcast. What are you about to get for dinner? What I'm about to get for dinner, and I'm just <laughs> chilling. I'm just chilling. And I get home. I chill with my my fiance. We watch some Harry Potter, some bullshit, and we yeah. just go to and we eat some good food, and we just go to bed. And then that's it. Like, but without the weed, it's just like. The question becomes, why am I so stressed out? Why yeah, am I exactly. so stressed out? I don't want to be this stressed out. And then the whole the night, the whole night is just. Then you can't sleep. Right. Like, I, I, I can't recall, like, before I before I started using it, uh, I would I would say recreationally and slightly medicinally was I, I definitely sleep through the night more. Right. I sleep more. Like, I definitely sleep six to eight hours. Mm. You know, six, six, eight, if I want to stay up, you know, stay up, do a paper, but like. Minimum eight hours. Like I sleep, man. Right. Like I make sure I get those Z's, man. Those Z's are so important. Yes, they definitely are. It's definitely changed like my growing. physical appearance, the way like I recover from the gym, and it's just been it's, right. It's good, bro. Yeah, sleep is great, and everybody's an individual. They can, you know, they have to find their own balance with sleep. But sleep is very important. It's the most important part of the equation. Love like just sleeping it with with Shorty and just not doing anything. Oh, all day. that's the bomb. That's no, definitely the bomb. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> So you wanted to tell us something about this organization that you're part of? Yeah, well, pretty much. What, well, so what I do for, uh, I go to Queens College. I'm a junior and uh, I'm, I'm a my history and education major. I'm trying to be a teacher out here. You know, shout out to all the teachers out there, including my girlfriend. Um, so I, I pretty much work for the, the Veterans Affairs and I help veterans um, get medical, dental, any type of benefits that we're allowed uh, post-service um, for our service. I help them get it, you know, or get them information on it. So... Okay. They can get either more of a disability or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, a lot of active duty that you know we, we we come out with a lot of injuries and you know some people don't go to medical, so the least we can do is give them lifetime insurance to take care of them. Okay. So we're having an event next. Uh, I believe I believe it's the twenty fifth. That's like next Thursday. Okay. I believe it's, no, it's this Thursday coming up. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Thursday. Yeah, the twenty fifth. Yeah. The twenty fifth of this month, uh, we're showing a film. It's pretty much uh about two army veterans who uh deployed to Iraq. Okay. And um. They take a journey. I believe it's a cross-country journey. I haven't seen the movie yet. Okay. But they they, they, they hike a couple of states, and the, the hike symbolizes their journey in dealing with a post-traumatic stress disorder, mm. which affects a lot of our veterans, a lot of our combat veterans. And like I said, it pretty it, it, it's also one of the leading sources into uh, veteran suicide, which we, we lose about 20, you know, 20 veterans a day to suicide so wow. it's, wow. it's 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 really imagine. it's you know it's, it's, it's a really important cause we're having some speakers i'm gonna say a little something something uh the film should be dope um it's five o'clock queen's college um you can come Every, everyone's welcome if you're a college student if you're a psych student well you know if you're listening to this if, if, if you're interested in, in the veteran community and how to help or just to get a different perspective on on, on a different community in general um yeah, come come on down. Awesome. Uh, definitely, just I'll, I'll definitely be and there. Where's that at exactly? Oh, uh, that's at Queens College. It's it's over there at Casena Boulevard in Queens, New York. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if if you know if you're in the neighborhood over there in in, in Queens and on Thursday, is there a way that they can look it up? Or? Um. Yeah. If you just go to the um the Queens College website and mm-hmm. then you go to the Veteran Services, you know, there's definitely a calendar of our events. There's definitely sh- there's definitely should be. I, I I'm, I'm gonna check up on that tonight. But yeah, there's there's an event there. Um. We have flyers all over campus because it's pretty much like we're trying we're trying to get it over campus. But like it'd okay. be cool to have outside people come in, or or people if people are trying to you know write an article on something that's interesting. Like okay. definitely come on down and and see how the veteran communicate uh community uh, uh community you know <laughs> communicates and and just interacts with one another because it's 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 really it's a really cool it's a it's a blessing to work you know alongside with my fellow veterans and, and help them out. That's awesome. That's awesome. So go check it out if you're listening. At Queens Community, it's uh, Queens, Queens College, Bar- Queensboro yeah. College. No, Queens College over there. In, oh, yeah. just Queens College. Yeah, yeah, Queens College. My bad. Queens College out there in Casena Boulevard in New York, um, in uh, Queens, New York. Yes, sir. And uh, check it out on uh, was it Thursday the twenty fifth? Thursday the twenty fifth. Everyone right. welcome. 
So thank you so much. Thank you for having me, man. Ray. This was fun as hell. I'm, <laughs> I'm super <glad>. stoned also. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. And if you're listening, I hope you were smoking out there with us. Definitely. And uh, we hope to have you back on the podcast. Definitely. I would love to. If you don't have it, fucking get it out. Roll it. Smoke it. <laughs> exactly. Get it how you took it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you for listening to us and have a great night. Peace. I beg of you not to lean back and say what a brave little old woman to talk about her sins. Let your own taste be the judge. Prove to yourself what scientific taste proves.